Hello and welcome to On the Stool, a podcast where I interview struggling comedians about their failures and their general lack of success. Now, I'm very excited. Uh, Boy, am I excited that this thing has finally launched. Um, When I got the idea for this uh, podcast, I'll be honest, I genuinely didn't think it would work. Um, I mean, who would want to come on a podcast and talk about their failure, right? Um, So I really admire these people. You know, they've come on, they've been uh, honest, they've been vulnerable. And perhaps in hindsight, maybe they assumed that this podcast would help their career, you know, that it would build their uh, following or their reputation, uh, which obviously isn't the case, right? But um, there's not really much I can do about that. So uh, let's move on. I'm very excited about our first guest. He won the Leicester Mercury, a very cool award, a while ago. And uh, please welcome him. Please welcome Tom Little. Right, Tom Little, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, as I've just mentioned, we are going to be asking some some difficult questions on right. this interview, and uh, you are going to be able to invoke the um, the bruised ego button twice during this interview if you feel like things are getting a bit too too serious and too difficult. Okay. Is that is that all right with you? Yep, that sounds fine. That sounds fine. Great. So, Tom, please tell us what brought you to comedy. Uh, uh, just uh, something to do. You know, uh, I couldn't really do anything else. I, I, I wasn't very good at anything. Um, I wanted to be a musician, really. Uh, you know, I, like, I wanted to play guitar and stuff, but uh, uh, and I wanted to be in a band. But I think, yeah, I figured that that seemed like uh, too much effort, effort to carry things. Uh, and I, I'd never any fr- friends to be in a band with. So I just thought stand-up seemed better because I could just turn up. There's a microphone already there, so right, right. So, so uh, a, a, a lack of talent, in short, brought you to comedy. Well, uh, talent and effort. A lack of talent and effort, I think, was probably right, right, yeah, right. Okay, and then uh, obviously the the instrument. You wouldn't have to carry an instrument, right, which is quite heavy. Mm, yeah, particularly when you've got a, a, a case and the amp- guitar amplifier and that. It's all. It, it's it's too much. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's interesting you bring that up because I, I, I often uh I've I've been to a lot of open mics and I um I always look at the musicians with their uh instruments and I just think mm. I I can't believe um I can't believe they bothered carrying that all the way, you know, all the yeah, way. It does, into, it, does yeah. it does seem a lot of effort for not much reward. So No, no. Although that's also a true stand up, I've come to realise. Yeah. Right. Right. So what, what, I mean, that's, that's a good one. That's, that's a good, uh, that's a very good point there. So reward, you, you're talking about mm. reward. What, what, what is the reward for you? Uh, I suppose, I, su- I suppose the reward would be to become uh, rich and famous. I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, beyond that, I can't really see what the point is, you know, uh, yeah, just, just making strangers laugh or getting like likes on Twitter. It all seems a bit meaningless, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've uh, you're obviously very familiar with um, with the sort of concept of meaningless there, Tom, because mm. you've got about twelve thousand uh, Twitter followers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Which you know, it's meaningless. You know, you know, what? How, how am I supposed to derive any sort of self esteem from that when you're like a 
an account of someone that just pretends to be a dog or Paddington or something, and that'll have like a million. You know? Sure, sure. Uh, well, you can't compete with a dog, to be fair. No, I suppose no, it's, uh, it's quite difficult. Well, it's not even a dog; it's a, it's a person pretending to be a dog. You know, if it, if it was if it was a dog running its own Twitter account, that'd be impressive. I'd follow it, but it's just a just some weird man. Right, yeah. right, a, a weird uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay, okay. Um, so we're we're talking about. Twitter, we're talking about meaningless. How did you get? I mean, a lot of a lot of viewers here will be thinking, how did you get twelve thousand uh, followers? How did that happen? Uh, look, I think uh, my, my my main advice for doing well on Twitter is to um, start stand up, and then you meet some other comedians, and then you wait for one of them to become more successful than you, and they get on telly, and then they get lots of followers, and then then hopefully they retweet you a few times, and then you get some of their followers. That seems to be right. So it's sort way. of uh, r- riding along uh, with uh, someone's uh, coattails, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. Yeah, hope, hope that you're lucky enough to know someone who's actually successful, and you know, right. You can sort of get their scraps. Yes, yes, right. You know, so, like so a, what... like a dog, uh, hoping he gets some of his humans' food. You know, right. that sort of thing. Right, yeah. sure. Yeah, so so yeah. you're uh yeah yeah so you're the the sort of dog in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but not not, but not a pop on Twitter, dog not, no. with a yeah. Twitter following. No, no exactly. Mm, mm. I, I mean, it's still it's still sort of impressive, you know. Uh, Twelve thousand. Mm. How how did that come about? Some silly videos, I'm assuming, or yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, basically, um, before uh, lockdown, before coronavirus, I was slightly ahead of the curve in uh thinking I'd make silly videos on, on Twitter um, just because uh, I'd got nowhere with stand-up. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd done, I'd been all around the country and, you know, uh, did Edinburgh shows and got nothing from it. So uh, eventually I decided to do like stupid crap on Twitter, um, put more effort into it. Um, so I started uh, making videos and, and uh, a few of them did all right, but, you know, do you think there's a, a tendency on on Twitter uh, that people like resharing absolute nonsense? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, to the point where you think, what's the point in making anything good? You know, because oh, it's almost like the worse something is, the better it does. If you if you if you if you try and make something really good, you just, you're just going to see it. Uh, do nothing while something crap that someone else did will do loads, will do really well. So you you, you think, oh, well, I'll have to make something crap as well. So uh, you try and make the sort of lowest common denominator thing that, you know, stupid people will like. Uh, and there's just sort of no pride in anything. Right. You know, so if, even when it does well, it feels like a failure. You know, you feel like you've sold out. You've sold out without making any money either. So it just, it's just, it's just really depressing, to be honest with you. It's just, just constant. Mm. Everything's just getting worse, you know. I mean, it, it sounds depressing, Tom. Frankly, mm. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're not depressed. Well, you know, I, you know, I, I suppose I. The thing, the thing that cheers me up is when a tweet does well, you know. So even though it's crap, even yeah, I mean, it's. But you know, what else do I have? You know, I've I've had to attach all my self worth to, to having a tweet do well. And yeah. you know, one, one did all right a few weeks ago, so I'm still sort of riding off that high. You know, that's about as good as it gets. 
for me mm. now. So there's no there's no point mourning when I've got that tweak doing well, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so it, it sounds like you're you're kind of your learning from this whole Twitter thing was lower your standards and you'll be fine. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's it. That seems to be the way. I think if you if you if you you know shit floats is the the lesson I've learned through you know seven years of comedy. If you if you try to make stuff good, it's just wasting your time. You should make the worst thing possible, right? And just hope that that does well. You know. So shit floats. Is was yeah. that the so that was the tagline there? Mm. Right. Right. I mean, okay. So, so what would your advice, because there's a lot of uh, people out there, a lot of aspiring uh, comedians, etc., cetera, who, who, you know, want to wanna know, want to know, how am I going to uh, get to those 12,000? I mean, my advice really is that, you know, uh, comedy and Twitter is already competitive enough anyway, that I don't really mm. want anyone else doing it. So, mm. you know, my honest, you know, my honest view is just everyone just piss off and let me be the only person posting anything on Twitter. And then then maybe I'll do something good, you know, when there's no competition at all. Uh, that's what I'd hope. But if uh, if, if people really want to, uh, you know, frustrate all my ambitions by competing with me and putting out uh, stuff that does better than me, I suppose my advice would be uh, make attention grabbing stuff. You know, it's not about making something good. It's making something uh, that grabs people's attention or that is uh, controversial, makes people get angry and because people share stuff that they hate. You know, if you look at uh, uh, people like, uh, you know, Katie Hopkins or uh, people like that. So um, I suppose I suppose the best way to become a successful comedian on Twitter would be to post offensively horrible stuff, not just offensive jokes, but like, I don't know, Racist stuff. That would be that would be my advice. Be racist on Twitter, and and watch the likes roll in. Gosh, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, not really sure where to go with that. I one. Know, I know. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible conclusion, isn't it? I, I suppose, but and it's mm. you know it's, that that's my advice. For, do well at comedy, but it does it's bad advice for the the well being of the world. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I I've come to realize that they're mutually exclusive. You know. The, the the more successful you are at comedy, the worse that makes everything else. So. Right, right. So, so do you think your your current tw- Twitter feed is a, is a testimony of that? Is a testimony of a man um, who's simply g- given up? Well, I, I think I think I think the fact that I've not got more followers would suggest that I've not completely given up on uh, my own. I don't know principles or morality. You know, I think uh, I've. I've, cert- I've certainly given up more than some people. I think the people who are still like have like a hundred followers are probably you know better people than me. But the people who have uh, five hundred thousand followers are much much worse people than me. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, well, well. Thank you. Th- thanks for the for, for the honesty there, Tom. I'm sure that was very mm. uh, useful for people, except for you know just maybe maybe just ignore the the, the racist bit there. But wow. uh, so uh, so sort of moving on and um, moving mm. on, Tom. So um, it sounds to me, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds to me like Twitter w- was was sort of a bit like the last resort. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, uh, as I say, I do, I done uh, Edinburgh shows at uh, significant, you know, expense. Uh, financial and uh, emotional and time and effort and, you know, uh, let it completely take over my life doing Edinburgh shows. And 
Uh, I done the last one and just thought, well, what the, what the hell was the point in that? You know, because people came and you know they seemed to enjoy it, but I I don't know if, how how much would strangers have to enjoy my Edinburgh show for me to think it was worth me doing an Edinburgh show for? Is the question, you know? Uh, mm. And I think the effort I put into that Edinburgh show, people would have had to have walked out of there thinking it was the greatest thing they'd ever seen in their whole life, um, and. I feel like not everyone did. So, yeah, so that, that I feel made me feel sufficiently jaded into think, to think that uh, Twitter is the, the way forward and what I'm now going to devote my life to. Uh, right. and then, then uh, l- luckily, uh, uh, coronavirus helped me make that decision that I had to f- and fully commit to internet performance. Mm-hmm. Do you think the market has a demand for you? No, no, uh, absolutely not. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm so completely aware that you know there are there are plenty of comedians already, you know, and um, and there are comedians who are better than me, uh, more who have more interesting things to say than me, uh, or who are just worse than me, but more famous than me, you know, um, which will which will count for more. So I, I've. I've I, I think every comedian uh, just desperately wants to be on television. Uh, and I, and I realised a while ago that the only way uh, I would be on television is if most of the comedians you currently see on television all died. Um, you know, and I, I I don't know, you know, if one horrible event uh, would kill them all, or if they all died for separate reasons. But, you know, uh, I'm I'm well aware that when I watch the lineups on Mock the Week or Live at the Apollo, that, all of those people need to die for me to get on television. So right, right. So it's mm. it's it's kind of like the uh, waiting for your uh, grandma to, to pass to yeah, get that yeah, mortgage yeah. in, except it, for, you're waiting for perfectly healthy twenty-year-olds to, to yes, just yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, again, it, it's it would have to be something much more horrible than just your grandparent aging. To sure, finish. sure. It would have to be some kind of horrible event. If you if you had the choice, Tom, like just between mm. right, just between the two of us, this is a very protective atmosphere yep. here. Just between the two of us, uh, if you had the choice, would you contribute to to making that happen, to causing those people's oh, deaths? Oh well, uh, I, I, right now I'm going to say no. Uh, I I think right now at this t- at this moment in time, I still think that my Comedy career is less important than the lives of the Mock the Week lineup. Um, that's how I feel at the moment. Are you um, sure about that, though? Are you I, yeah, I'm you not sure. sure. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know those people that well, um, or at all. Some of them. Uh, so maybe they're horrible people. I don't know. Um, uh, it, 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 it's entirely plausible. Um, but I, I still wouldn't feel confident to say for definite that they deserve to die to benefit me. Whether I'll give the same answer in five years' time, I don't know. Um, I definitely value the lives of the television comedians less than I did before I started stand-up. Sure. Uh, so my, 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 their, their lives, from my perception, has definitely lost value over the mm. last few years. Um, so if that trend continues, then maybe I'd give a different answer. I don't know. Okay. 
Um, I just wanted to check, Tom, because I don't want to get into sort of a, you, you know, sort of a hassle, a sort of legal mm. hassle here. You are aware this is going to get published. Uh, um, um, okay, well, if... Could we possibly edit out some of the things I've said so far? Uh, and, I mean, uh, I, I, suppose, I, suppose, I suppose the answer I would give officially on the record is that... I would not kill other comedians to further my own career, or for any other reason. That's the that's, that's the uh, official answer. Whatever, whatever I may statement. have said previously, in jest, my serious answer is: I would not kill other comedians to further my own career. So, Tom, looking at looking at your act, I mean, it's a very it's a very sort of a dynamic act. What do you think is missing from your act? Um, oh God! Uh, well, uh, t- talent, uh, likability, reliability, um, uh, 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 an interesting perspective on life, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. originality. Uh, I suppose I could be, uh, you know, more handsome or taller, um, or, or more sort of uh, athletic. Uh, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose, uh, did I say relatable? I, I could definitely be more relatable. I could probably um, speak more clearly. Uh, I could uh, I could endear myself to the audience more. I could... Um, uh, yeah, right, I'm sorry, but this is it's just, mm. just getting a bit tedious for the sorry, audience. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. You asked me a question with a lot of answers. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do apologise yes, for that yeah. one. Um, so... Uh, so maybe if we just narrow it down to let's just pick mm. three ones. So, so your uh, maybe uh, lack of like uh, likability mm. and your uh, originality. Yeah, yep. maybe pick another one. Uh, relatability. Okay, I think that was the first one. Oh, okay, the first maybe one? oh like okay, it's uh, likability, relatability, and originality. Fine, fine. Uh, okay, yeah. is there anything? I mean, I'm just really trying to get to the bottom of whether you know whether we can help you somehow, right? In, mm. in some way, is there any way? That you can um, work on one of those. Well, uh, uh, yes, uh, relatability. I think I could work on. I think I could uh, make myself uh, seem like a, a normal functioning person more, um, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, an audience could feel reassured when they see me on stage that I'm just like them. I think uh, uh, reassured. Yeah. Yes. Right. I think. Uh, I think sometimes I, when I come on stage, uh, I uh, uh, unsettle people. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, why, why do you think that is, Tom? Why do you think? Uh, well, I, I think uh, you know, in stand-up, you just try and uh, uh, be, you know, just sort of be yourself. And I think uh, me being myself is unsettling for other people. So uh, the sort of relatability mm. being an issue, and and the unsettling. What is it? Um, what is it that you can perhaps do to to be a little bit more likable? Oh, I I think. Uh, Maybe if, if when I when I came out on stage, I didn't uh, view the audience as an enemy as much. I, mm-hmm. I I assume that everyone wants me to fail, uh, um, so I, I I come on quite hostile, um, and I, I I assume everyone's going to try and wreck this gig for me. Uh, maybe if I, I maybe if I assumed that they wanted me to succeed, that they come to a comedy night to to enjoy the work of a comedian. Then, then maybe I'd feel better about it. But I, I don't. I feel that they've come to a comedy night 
specifically to see my dreams get smashed. And I think that, you know, comes across in my performance. Mm-hmm. I tend to get up on stage and think, who are you to judge me? Who are you people? Right. Um, and that's a very aggressive sort of attitude. And, and, and sometimes, you know, I'll just, you know, sometimes I'll just tell an audience that, you know, who, who, who are you? Before I've even told a joke, I'll just, you know, aggressively insist that they're, that they're nothing to me and I don't value their opinion. I haven't come there for their approval. Mm. Um, and people find that very off-putting, I think, when an audience, yes. when a comedian starts to set like that. So maybe, maybe if I just could control myself a bit more, uh, and keep those thoughts buried away rather than right. voice them on stage. So a potential solution, would it be, I don't know, giving giving people biscuits? I don't know, like what, what could you possibly well, do to, to be more likable to these people? Oh, I think um, I, I think if I just sort of came on and stayed like, hello, everybody. Thanks for coming to see the stand-up. I'm really happy. You all seem very nice people, and I'm really excited to be here, you know. Um, but, the, you know, the reality is that I'm not that excited to be there because I've done stand-up before, you know, that's the, so. Mm. So, I mean, I, they, they wouldn't believe you, would they, Tom? No, that's no, that's the thing, right. that's the yeah, thing. I'm just I'm just not enough of an actor to. Mm. Uh, to pull that off, yeah. No, exactly. So that's that's been holding me back, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I just want to, uh, bam, 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 right. I just want to ask hmm. a lighthearted question now. Oh, just yeah. Don't wanna, I, think... I don't want to bum out the audience, right? No, so I, like, just, uh... I, like, I question at this point would do would work, yes. Yes, yes, it would, it would. So um, here you go, uh, Tom. How many uh, how many Tesco stores are in the UK? Now, you can take a oh. rough guess and you've got um, about 10 seconds. Okay, right, okay, right. Uh, Tesco stores in the UK. Now, I think... Uh, there's a Tesco store near me. I live in a village that's a population of about... You've got uh, three seconds oh, left. Oh, God, 4,000 people. So if there's one Tesco for every 4,000 people and there's 70 uh, million people in this country, then that would be uh, a lot of Tescos. So, oh, God. Um, yeah, are there, 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 I mean, there 8,000 Tescos in the right. UK? Right, Tom, thanks. I mean, that, that took uh, about 20 seconds. That's mm. 10 seconds too long, right? So, yeah. so technically, you're disqualified. Mm, right. uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you're disqualified. But um, the, the right answer was uh, 3,968 stores. So uh, That does not know, seem but... that many for a whole company. Yeah, uh, you know what? I agree. I, I thought that was yeah. just for London when I Googled it. Yeah, so I was that's... quite shocked as well. Huh. Um, but, you know, I, I, at least people learned something, you know. Uh, yeah, so that's good. Yes, yeah. Um. What do you right? So we talked about what's missing from your act. We talked about the the Edinburgh show. We talked about Twitter. Um, mm. What would it take for you to quit comedy, Tom? Uh, oh, uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, uh, it, it, it would take more than a pandemic. That's the that's something I can say. You know, uh, the, the, uh, a global catastrophe can't hold me back. So. Mm. Um, uh, I suppose what it would take would be uh, some kind of success in some other aspect of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if I if I just uh, uh, inherited a, a large sum of money, or uh, or got offered a, a, a better job, um, a, a, anything like that. Uh, right. I think I think that would help. A, a, anything anything to make me think uh, I have something better to do. Than comedy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that would, that's what it would t- uh, take to make me quit. Have you tried uh, dating, for example? Oh no! Uh, well, just I, I, it's, I'm just too busy with the comedy, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. I, the, I feel I feel like I feel okay. like I'm married to the comedy, you know. So I feel like it would be uh, mm. almost like cheating on comedy to uh, have any kind of uh, romantic life whatsoever. I feel, you know, comedy is it's an unhappy marriage, but you know, it's it's for life at this point. Let's talk about your voice, shall we? Do you do you like your voice, Tom? Uh, yes, I think. Is there, mm-hmm. is, there is there a reason I shouldn't? Uh, certainly not. Certainly no reason. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just um, so no one's no one's referred to your voice. Sort of, you know, been alive quite not, a few years. No one's not, referred to. Not before right now. What, what are you? Right. What, what are you trying to say? Right. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, it's it's just the voice is very important mm-hmm. in comedy. Um. Uh. Do you think? Do you think you have a funny voice, Tom? Uh. I mean, now I do. Now, now I've. Now you've made me think about it. Now I've, I realize. I, I mean, I suppose it's. I, 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 it's maybe a little unusual. I, uh, you know, I. I would like to think that I have a sort of uh, uh, calm, authoritative, uh, baritone kind of voice, you know. Um, I've, I've been under the impression that I, I have uh, a sort of Morgan Freeman-y kind of voice. Um, Morgan Freeman is is, is uh, what pops well, up. Well, yeah, like, right. yeah, that, that, that kind of voice, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if I don't, then that's, uh, that's quite, a, quite a shock to learn that. Um, no, no, no. I uh, certainly not. Uh, I'm not saying there's a difference between your voice and Morgan Freeman's voice. That's not what I'm. Hmm. I mean, um, um, good. Yeah. I'm glad you're not saying that. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't listen to this podcast, by the way, Tom. I, okay. Maybe, maybe just uh, don't listen right. to the podcast. Okay. 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 Why? Why do you think you haven't yet succeeded? Oh. Um. Well, I, I, I think, uh, as, as, as I said earlier, I think shit floats, you know, and I've maybe, I've maybe made stuff that's just too good, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Too good, um, too good. Okay. I've spent, I spent too much time being brilliant to mm-hmm. you know, where I should have been focused more on being shit. Um, right. So that's, that's definitely a factor. Um, but I, I, I also think, look, you know, I, I just, I, I feel like I've, uh, I've, uh, it, Either been in the wrong place at the at the wrong time, or uh, I've had a I've had a good gig when it didn't matter, or I've had a, and I've had a bad gig when it did. But but let's you know if if we sort of really hone in, right? You you, you went to the you, you got to the BBC finals, right? But but you're hmm. which is huge, right? It's huge, you know. Huge. Well done for that. Huge. But Thank um, you. The, the, you know why the, the your net your net is still empty, right? There is no. Uh, hmm. There's no awards in there, Tom. There's no awards. Well, well, no, no, there, there is. Um, I, I, I won uh, the Leicester Mercury Comedian Award uh, in 2015. That's uh, one of the biggest awards in the country, actually. And um, what, if you look, uh, are you sure about this? I, I'm sure. Yeah. If you if you want right. to if you want to uh, Google, I, I'll, I'll come up. And also, you can see uh, all all the other people who've won, and you can see that you know, apart from me, most of the people are like. Very successful. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. Um, it, it 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 surprises me to be honest. To think 
I, d- I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just. I I'm don't just know what. Bit, I'm just a bit shocked right now. Can Can I just have a moment, please? I'm just a bit. Yeah. A bit, I mean, I'm just a bit unsettled now, Tom. Can I just have a moment, please? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Just. I can. I can appreciate because I've had to get used to this smell as well. Yeah. Right, uh, Joseph. Could you please cut? Could you please cut the cut the recording? Yeah. Could you just um, just pause pause the recording, Joseph? Right. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So you you've actually you've actually won the Lester Mercury. Yep, yep. For fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. What? What, what, what do you mean? Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm just a bit emotional, you know. Just people so many people are winning awards at the moment. Just um, yep. just a bit emotional right now. So Oh, oh, I see. So I I I take it you haven't won any awards yourself then. I think that's pretty obvious, Tom. No, right. From yeah. the previous so, sentence well, that I well, just said, isn't it? From the previous sentence well, I just said, I think that's pretty obvious. It's just I've not, I've not heard of a comedian before who hadn't won an award, so I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a little surprised. I, yeah, yeah. I well, assume. So am I. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's really awkward. Kind of. Yeah. So am I. I, I just didn't think, you know, like, I know I know people who aren't comedians maybe think that, you know, winning awards is a big deal. But, you know, as we've established, even I've won an award, you know, so I kind of assume. Yeah, even you. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah. Exactly yeah. So I, I kind of assume. With your voice, with your voice, yeah. you won an award. Mm. And the Lester Mercury as well, where promoters promote you. You won yeah. that one. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. I mean, they do, they do pretty, just sort of give them away to, you know, whoever turns up. All right, yeah, all right, are, all right, all right, you know, I, all right. Let's, I, okay, uh, right. Can you, can you, yeah? Can you stop? Can you stop? Right. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. All right. I mean, look, maybe this podcast could win an award. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know? real funny. Real funny. Yeah, Tom. Real okay, funny. Right. All right. Like, right. Yeah. Okay. Joseph's telling me we need to move on. So I guess we're drawing. You know, we're wrapping up. We're drawing towards the end of this interview, and um, I, I just wanted to know. I suppose. Uh, have you learned anything from this interview? No, no. Nothing. Well, I, I, I mean, you made me feel uh, insecure about my voice, so that's something. Uh, have I? I yes, right. yes. Uh, so that's uh, a new insecurity I can have. Um, well, I mean, you know, I'm just not sure it's Morgan Freeman's voice. That's all. Well, okay, okay. That's disappointing. Um, I'm not sure but, you how know. you know how your last girlfriend didn't bring this up. Frankly, no, no. I mean, again, um, mm. but you know, never mind. Uh, life's you know, life's full of disappointments. You know, and you know. Uh, well, I mean, Tom. Frankly, we we can't end this show on a bummer. You know, no, no, it's no. Been, of course, it's of been course. negative, and now it's going to end mm. on a negative note. Like no one's going right, to, okay. no, no one's going to want to listen to this thing. So you know, okay, can, right, you, can so, you bring it back to? I don't know what we can do now to bring it back to sort of you know to a happy place. I mean, okay, uh, a happy place. I mean, can uh, you sing a song or something? I don't know. We need to do oh, something. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm really, like, I don't know what to do. Oh, here. Uh, okay. I need a positive. I'm trying to inspire other comedians. Uh, uh, need to you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for uh, uh, listening. It's been helpful for me to unburden you with some of my problems uh, well tom thank you for your honesty thank you for coming on the show i very much enjoyed it thank you thank you thank you, thank you tom little thank you goodbye